Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We don't offer tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Talk to your financial professional and your tax advisor about how Social Security benefits can fit into a complete retirement income strategy. Financial professionals are able to provide you with information but not guidance or advice related to Social Security benefits. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby and the Retirement News Network's Jen Rezac. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists and has been providing personalized service and retirement planning for over 19 years. His work has been featured in USA Today, Investors Business Daily, and on WIS NBC TV News. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. Hi there. Thanks for tuning in today. You are listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm your host, Jen Rezac. I'm with the Retirement News Network here once again with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement, which is, of course, the same name as the show. As we get into this today, if you hear something that you want to get some answers on throughout the hour, the number you want to call to reach Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists is 803 454 9045. I'll give you that number again. It's 803-454-9045. And Pat, with that, just want to take a moment to welcome you. How are you? Hey, Jen. You know, I'm feeling really good today. How are you? You know, I am doing very well. Thank you very much. And I think we kind of joked about this last week as well, about how you just kind of get over those holidays. You survive the holidays, and then you start to get into your little groove for the new year. And you asked me last time about how I'm doing with writing 2017 instead of 2016. (laughs) I haven't made one single mistake all week. So I just wanted you to know that. I think uh, you'll probably have it completely down by the time it's 2018. (laughs) Yes, perfect. Won't that be great? Won't that be great? How about you? How are you doing? How's your team? Uh, We're doing really well, thanks. Uh, It's funny you mentioned that because uh, I was actually working with uh, one of the other advisors in the office and planning out some changes on a client's accounts as far as how they're taking income and changing it in the future. And it was something that was going to be one year from now. And I said, yeah, we'll just have to mark to do that in 2018. And I thought, wow, that's that's the first time I had said that. <laughs> and how weird does that sound actually? talk? You know what I mean? That next yeah. year is 2018. Yeah, that is crazy. And my daughter is in the class of 2020. And I'm used to thinking that as like years and years and years away, but it's, it's no longer the case. So time marches yeah, on, well, right? In a blink of an eye, it's going to be here. Oh, my goodness. You're right. Well, before I start to get myself in a little mopey mom fog, let's just go ahead and (laughs) move on now and uh, get into our topic today. We got a pretty cool topic, Pat. We're going to be talking about Social Security. And a lot of you have probably seen the headlines that they kind of go one way or the other. They forecast the worst or they paint an unrealistic picture of what's to come. Either way, a lot of you are worried about how the fate of Social Security is going to impact your retirement. So this show is really for you. And and Pat, you've been helping individuals and couples prepare for retirement for nearly 20 years now. And in the course of those years, you've come to have a pretty good understanding of how Social Security works. So today, you're going to help us break through the hype and really get down to the facts. Yeah, Jen, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about the topic. As I think about it, you know, we talk about Social Security all the time because it's one of those few things that affects virtually everyone's retirement. So, you know, that's something we want to make sure we're talking about and how it relates to people. But I think it's so valuable because of that reason to actually take a really deep dive into it. And I could not agree more that I feel like most of the news is completely to one end of the extreme or the other, which is doom and gloom. It's mm-hmm. going broke tomorrow or everything's gonna be fine you don't have to worry about it and uh you know i think it's very clear that there's good things happening and there's there's concerns and i think we will have the time today to dig into that and of course you know no one really knows what social security is going to look like 25 years from now but it really is important to understand where it stands right now and how that's going to affect you and your retirement income you know the reality is determining when and how to claim social security benefits can be overwhelming because there's so many different options uh, and you really just need to know how the benefits work 
and what their place is in your retirement strategy. So today, we're going to help you be proactive by looking at some commonly circulated myths about Social Security and separating the fact from fiction. You know, Social Security can be your ally in retirement, and today's show will provide you with information on how you can optimize your monthly benefits. And again, if you hear something on today's show that you'd like to get some answers on, here's the number you can call to reach Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists, 803-454-9045. I'll give you that number one more time. It's 803-454-9045. And Pat, before we get into some of the myths and some of the misconceptions, misunderstandings that people have about Social Security, can you bring us up to speed on what exactly is going on with Social Security today and how things stand? Yeah, you know, a quick refresher on the history of it, or, or as I like to say, you know, I have a two-year-old, so uh, being a, a retirement planner, this could be like a little bedtime story that there I would tell, go. you know, the history of Social Security. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, But, you know, uh, it's actually uh, over 80 years ago now, amazingly, it was 1935 when FDR signed the Social Security Act into law. And I think one of the things that I think we know in our minds, but it's important to be reminded about is people didn't live nearly as long back then. And, and it's kind of shocking what a difference it was when they set the full retirement age at 65. Believe it or not, the life expectancy was only 61 years old. <laughs> um, so the the expectation was that the average person would never collect, right? Right. Uh, so this was just for the extraordinary long living person. Of course, things look totally different now. Uh, they say that today's retirees will live until age 79. And a lot of studies will say a married couple that reaches retirement, they expect at least one person to live to 93 or 94. So it's a, just a tremendous difference from back then. And so because people are living so much longer now, they're obviously receiving benefits for a much longer time. So that's putting an enormous strain on the system. The other factor uh, that really had not kicked in when Social Security started is just the baby boom generation. Uh, there were 76 million baby boomers born between 1946 and 1964. So by 2031, uh, when the youngest boomers hit Social Security age, we're estimating 75 million Americans will be at least 65 years old, which is almost double the number just in 2008, not that long ago. Uh, so basically, what all that means are uh, the funds going out of Social Security are much faster than they're coming in through taxes. Uh, so there were, you know, as far as where we stand right now, um, there was the Bipartisan Budget Act in 2015 that included some provisions to help address some of that and it eliminated some of the more popular claiming options. But the bottom line is uh, the report will say Social Security Administration cash reserves will be depleted by 2035. And as we talk through the show, we'll talk about uh, what those cash reserves actually are. Right. And so there's going to be changes. You know, there's a lot of things that are fine with Social Security. There's a lot of things that we're really concerned about. Uh, and so we want to make sure we take time and kind of take a deep dive into all of that today. And the reason we want to do that is because Social Security affects all of us and affects our income plan, which we believe is the most important piece of your retirement plan and the very foundation of your retirement plan. And of course, what we want to do is have a proactive plan for you to know that you can feel confident and excited for your retirement, regardless of what's happening on Capitol Hill. So today we want to offer the first 10 callers who have at least $250,000 saved for retirement, a no cost, no obligation, purpose-driven retirement plan. You'll come and sit down with our team of financial professionals as we take a look at the assets you have versus the income you'll need in retirement, how we can put a strategy in place to help bridge the retirement income gap and discuss the best options for you for claiming social security benefits. If you already have a retirement strategy in place, this is an excellent opportunity for a second opinion. If you haven't started yet, now is the time to begin. This no obligation, purpose-driven retirement plan it has no cost, but it's for only for the first 10 callers, and you must have at least $250,000 saved for retirement. So be sure to call us at 803-454-9045. Help put your retirement on track by calling 803-454-9045. That's 803-454-9045. We are speaking today with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rezac with the Retirement News Network alongside. And Pat, we're talking about Social Security. And as we get into some of these myths, I think there's a lot of people who aren't even 100% clear on how Social Security actually works. When you look at your paycheck each month, you can see that a portion is taking out for that Social Security tax. Some people assume this is put into an account just for them, and that's what they're going to tap into when they retire. But is that the truth for how Social Security actually works? 
Uh, well, it's not. And yes, there's a lot of people that w certainly wish it worked that way, right? right? But yeah, uh, the, you know, the taxes that are paid by people who are working today are providing the benefits for retirees today. So think of it this way. If you're paying taxes today, you could be funding your parents' or grandparents' retirement. So the good news is even though social security taxes you pay aren't saved for you, on average, most people get back more than they put in the system. Uh, there was a study done in 2013 by the Urban Institute uh, and looked at this and found that a typical single woman earning $44,800 in 2013 paid $407,000 in taxes during her working years and will, will receive $544,000 in Social Security and Medicare benefits over her lifetime. And uh, I think that really speaks to the idea that it's a gamble and a crapshoot. You really have no idea how much you know, you're going to be paying. You don't have any say over how much you're paying during your career. And you certainly don't know what you're going to get back, especially uh, if you're on the younger side right now, right. not knowing what changes are going to happen in Social Security. And that's why we always say when we're kind of creating that plan for you, you don't want to know just what general ideas are with Social Security. You want to really have that be individualized. Because if you're retired today and deciding on Social Security, if you, let's say you're 66, or if you're 56 or 46, you know the answers may be totally different. So we want to really make sure you have a plan for Social Security, and that should be part of your income plan as part of your overall retirement plan. So that's why we offer that purpose-driven retirement plan uh, as a no-cost, no-obligation offer to our listeners today. This is a face-to-face -face meeting. Uh, we'll examine the assets you have, and we'll really want to discuss what your ideal retirement looks like. What do you want to be doing? Where do you want to be? Uh, what does retirement look like for you? And so then we'll know how uh, you need to fund it uh, by looking at strategies to create your income, including optimizing your Social Security benefits. So this is customized based on your unique circumstances, no cost, no obligation. It's limited for the first 10 callers on the show. So if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803-454-9045 now to get your purpose-driven retirement plan. That's 803-454-9045. Call now, 803-454-9045. We are here today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. We're talking all things Social Security on today's show. We'll head to a break now, but coming up next, we will start to dissect some common myths so we can get to the facts and the truth with Social Security. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. You wouldn't buy a house without looking inside, right? Shouldn't you be just as diligent when choosing a financial advisor? Hi, it's Glenn Beck. Just as a house is more than four walls, a financial advisor is more than a nice office. What exactly is their background? Do they work in your best interest as a fiduciary? What is their financial specialty? You want to know all of these things and more because chances are, over your lifetime, you're going to trust that individual with far more than the value of your home. Knowledge and experience count. They're everything in retirement income planning. That's why in Columbia, the only financial professional that I will talk about is Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. You can grab Pat and the team at 803-454-9045. Don't be cavalier with your financial assets. 803-454-9045. Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. 803-454-9045. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement. I'm your host, Jen Rizak, with the Retirement News Network here with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. You have seen him in the local media. You've read his articles in USA Today and Investors Business Daily. And today he joins me to discuss Social Security and to help us get to the bottom of some common myths about Social Security. If you have any questions for Pat as we get back into this, here's the number you want to call today. It's 803 454-9045. Again, that number is 803-454-9045. Pat, I know you've been doing this for nearly 20 years now. You have worked with hundreds and hundreds of pre-retirees and retirees alike over the course of that time. What's one of the most common misconceptions you've heard from some of your clients or prospective clients as it relates to Social Security? 
Yeah, you know, Jen, I think not only uh, in talking and meeting with people over the years, but also, you know, we do a lot of research on our own and, and studying and reading and, and going to conferences. And I think possibly the biggest myth is that there is one best way to claim Social Security, hmm. you know, ti especially timing wise. And what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes people think you need to take it as soon as you possibly can because you're going to get more that way. And on the flip side, uh, there's now a, a big push uh, especially by journalists to say everyone should delay Social Security as long as absolutely possible. So it's, again, kind of going to the extremes. So I think it's good for us to, to spend a couple minutes and talk about that kind of timing. Obviously, uh, the advantage of taking it earlier is, you know, one of the things a lot of people will say is, well, I don't know how long I'm going to live. So, you know, it doesn't make sense to wait right. if I'm kind of giving up that essentially free money. But research shows that unless you're already uh, seriously ill or have family history of a shorter lifespan, it's likely that you would probably live not only to begin collecting if you defer, but also may live a very long life. Uh, so because of that, a lot of people would argue that you want to wait until your full retirement age or even longer. And then uh, on the flip side, part of the, that answer depends on when you're going to retire too, right? Because you don't have to take Social Security when right. you retire. Uh, for some people, that makes sense. For a lot, it doesn't. So there's some really individualized factors there. But if we talk about the timing and how that works, so take, for example, someone taking benefits as early as possible, which is age 62, it's going to be a pretty significant reduction in your benefits. So for example, people born between 1943 and 1954, uh, your benefit amount will increase between 5% to a little over 8% each year you delay taking benefits. And of course, you know, we talked in the beginning of the show uh, about how uh, so many more people are living into their 80s and 90s now. Uh, if you do have a long lifespan, that significant increase in income could go a long way. So I think that's, to me, Jen, probably the biggest myth of, you know, there's one right way to take Social Security. Okay. And let me ask you another question, Pat, related to ages here. So the earliest age you can start receiving benefits would be age 62. What about full retirement age? Is that the same for everyone? Or can you clarify what's going on there with the full retirement age? Yeah, you know, it's funny, uh, whenever we're talking about government plans, whether it's Social Security or tax rates and, and rules, things like that, it's usually never that simple, right? <laughs> and, and we can laugh packed. about, you know, how complicated <laughs> government can make things. But I'll give, I'll give government credit for this. You know, originally, the full retirement age was 65 for everyone. Uh, at some point years ago, the government realized that that was not sustainable. Right. So they've changed that now. So it depends on your age. Uh, and for a lot of our listeners, that's important to know. So for example, if you were born in 1942 or earlier, then your full retirement age is 65. So for example, if you're in this group, you start taking benefits before you reach 65, a thousand dollar benefit could be reduced all the way down to 800. Whereas uh, if you are born between 1943 and 1954, your full retirement age is actually 66. And we run into a lot of people in that age group uh, that we're working with and helping now. And then we have clients that are a little younger than that as well. So their retirement age is actually somewhere between 66 and 67. So it really is good, certainly good to know what your full retirement age is as you're kind of looking at all this planning. And that's going to help us again with our decision making on what's the best way for you personally to be taking Social Security. And, and obviously, you know, as we talk about this, you know, Social Security benefits can be very confusing. And of course, there's a lot more to your retirement income plan than just Social Security. So we always want to know, do you have a retirement income plan? And uh, if you do, have you ever gotten a second opinion on it? So today we're offering a no cost, no obligation, purpose-driven retirement plan. If you're one of the first 10 callers to the show at 803-454-9045. This offer is exclusively for callers with $250,000 saved for retirement. And it's a great way to make sure all the pieces of your strategy are in place to keep you on track to your ideal retirement. If you don't yet have a strategy, it's a great first step. Our team of retirement financial planners will evaluate your current assets and goals and see if we can be of assistance in helping you create a retirement income strategy or perhaps suggestions for your current strategy. We're only offering this purpose-driven retirement plan to the first 10 callers, so call 803-454-9045. That's 803-454-9045.
We're talking today with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He just gave you the phone number to reach him. The website, if you want to learn a little bit more as well, is retirewithpat.com. That's also the way you can send in your questions to Pat. And we do get those questions from time to time. And Pat, we do have a question from Eileen, and it's relating to Social Security. So we'll go ahead and, and get to this real quickly here. Eileen says she immediately started accepting her Social Security benefits at age 62 when she was eligible, but now she wishes that she hadn't and she wants to know if there is anything she can do to reverse her decision. Well, yeah, Jen, uh, you know, the answer, like so many things is it depends, uh, but there are sometimes things that you can do in those types of situations. So with Social Security, if you've started receiving benefits less than 12 months ago, you may be able to withdraw your application and reapply at a future date. Now, keep in mind, the big downfall to that is you'll need to pay back any benefits you've received. So obviously that has to be a possibility. So to start this process, you fill out uh, what's called the Social Security Form 521, which is called a request for withdrawal of application, and you send it into the Social Security Administration. This allows them to determine the amount you would need to pay back, and then you'll be notified once a decision is made. Uh, this, you can only do this once and only if you start receiving benefits less than 12 months ago. So we don't have a lot of people that do that, but it is an option. And it's good to know that it's there. Well, and, and I think that's obviously some good information and certainly worth clarifying, but it just, it leads me to understand that there's a lot of factors at play here. And so when you look at someone like Eileen, who says, here's the decision I make, now I wish I would have done something different. What's a good way to make sure you don't end up making a decision regarding Social Security that you'll end up regretting? Yeah, it's a great question, Jen. I think, you know, it kind of brings to my mind the idea that in the beginning of my career, it it really hadn't dawned on me. And then over these many years now, I've come to realize that if you are working your whole life and then preparing to retire and doing it on your own, you're making those decisions for the first time. You're identifying information that's new to you. You're researching new things. But when you're working with someone who's a retirement-focused advisor, this is what we do every day. Uh, It's how we make a living. It's how we support our families. We live and breathe this stuff. So that's really two things come to my mind there. You know, I like to tell new clients, you know, the advantage you have with us is I've essentially retired hundreds of times now because (laughs) I've kind of done it with people, you know? Uh, I haven't gotten the benefit of going on the trips with them, but uh, (laughs) one day, uh, yeah, they're, they're big fancy trip they'll go on if they retire, for example, that'd be nice to figure that one out. But no, going through that whole process, we've done that. And it also brings to mind, Jen, the point uh, that we talk about sometimes, which is there are a lot of different kinds of people that are financial professionals out there and a lot of good ones, uh, but we all have to have our own emphasis. So someone who is a financial advisor focuses on growing your investments, um, you know, with stocks and mutual funds and things like that, probably isn't a retirement focused person. So they may not have uh, the expertise to know, you know, the timing of social security, the taxation of it, all those details and the ins and outs. We believe if you are prepping for your retirement or recently retired, you really want to be talking to someone who is focused in your time of life to understand, you know, all the ins and outs of that retirement focus. That's where you can really get that benefit of someone who's not only done it hundreds of times before, but still does it day in and day out every day. And they don't have to go back and research a number or relearn something. It's something that they just deal with all the time. So I think there's enormous benefit there if you can find a good person you can trust that really focuses on retirement. And that really calls to mind the fact that, you know, we have a lot of people that come into our office that are very successful and they've done a great job of saving and accumulating for retirement. But maybe rather than a plan, they just have kind of, you know, some things here and there. And really trying to organize that and understand the path to retirement can be very difficult. So at Preservation Specialists, our whole business is built on helping families do just that. Get that plan in place and have that confidence for retirement that you know you'll be able to enjoy retirement and do the things you want to do. So that's why we're offering the purpose-driven retirement plan for the first 10 callers today who have at least $250,000 in savings for retirement. As part of this offer, we're inviting you to come talk to us about what your ideal retirement looks like. We'll listen and take a look at what you've saved, uh, what type of expenses you're expecting, and try and outline a strategy for working toward reaching your financial goals. This offer is only good for the first 10 callers who qualify. So give us a call at 803-454-9045. That's 803-454-9045. Your lifestyle requires proper preparation. So pick up the phone and call 803-454-9045. 
We're talking today with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I am Jen Rizak alongside in the studio today. Covered a lot of ground on the show so far today, but we still have a lot more to go. We'll head to a break now. Coming up next, we'll talk about some of these factors, things like marital status and employment status, things that can affect your Social Security benefits. You don't want to miss it? We'll be right back. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. Now back to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We are glad you're with us today. I'm your host, Jen Rizak, with the Retirement News Network. I'm here today with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And if you're just joining us, what we're doing today is sorting through some of the misconceptions and myths about Social Security and retirement planning. So we get back into this. If you have any questions for Pat, you want to sit down with him, the way you can reach Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists is by calling this number. It's 803-454-9045. One more time, that number is 803-454-9045. Now, Pat, we talked a little bit earlier in the show about some of the advantages of waiting to turn on those benefits so you can optimize your monthly Social Security benefits. For those who try to do this, Pat, I want you to clarify something here. Does that mean that between the ages of 62 and whenever their full retirement age is that they can't get any money at all? All right, Jen. So now if you were asking me that question prior to December 31st of 2015, my answer would have been not necessarily. Okay. Uh, Okay. Uh, And that's because one of the changes related to that bipartisan budget act of 2015 that I mentioned earlier in the show took effect after that date. So up until that point, there was a way for working couples to optimize their social security benefits once both of them had reached full retirement age. It was called restricted benefits, and it allowed one spouse to apply for spousal benefits based on their other spouse's work record. And that would allow that first spouse to receive 50% of the uh, second spouse's benefit and allowing the, the first spouse's benefit to continue increasing on their own. So you're, it's almost kind of double dipping. It didn't matter whether you were the higher earning spouse or lower earning spouse, you could apply for these spousal benefits and allow your own benefits to continue to increase. And at some point you could switch over. Now, that's how it used to be. So based on the Bipartisan Budget Act, that option is now available only for those individuals who reached 62 prior to December 31st of 2015. Got all that straight so far, Jen? (laughs) Um, I I am scrambling to write notes here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is just one little piece of Social Security planning. So for those who turned 62 after that date, once they file for Social Security benefits, they are deemed to have filed for the highest benefit available to them, whether that's their own benefit or their spousal benefit. So you don't have that kind of double dipping option. The exception is a widow or widower. If you lost your spouse and you have not already filed for benefits based on their work record, you can claim a survivor benefit based on your deceased spouse's work record and still allow your own benefit to increase based on delayed retirement credits up to age 70. At that point, if your benefit would be higher than your survivor's benefit, you can switch and begin claiming your own benefit. Two comments I want to add before I forget, Jen. One is there's a lot in that whole discussion. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of the reasons I always I always advise everyone, there's no harm in getting a social security analysis done. And that's the reason these types of rules are the reason that we purchased and invested in software of this type. Because if we have your birth date and we have some estimates of your social security benefits, then we can enter that into the software and the software will catch all these different rules. And so we don't have to figure, do the math of, okay, were you this age or that age or what happened you know, in 2015, when you're going to retire and all that stuff. So we'll figure all that out. The other point I'll make is my mother-in-law actually is, is that example that I went through at the end there uh, is exactly that. When my father-in-law passed, the siblings, uh, my wife's siblings all figured there was a certain thing that should be done with Social Security. And we actually looked at it and we said, actually, what we want to do is claim one benefit and let the other one continue growing. 
uh, and then we'll be able to switch over uh, when she turns 70. So these are real life situations. We we run into them all the time. And, and of course, you know, in that case, it was even my own family. But yeah, there's there's um, without any analysis, sometimes you just do what seems to be logical and you may, may be leaving thousands of dollars on the table. Right. And there is a lot of different factors here. You can see why there's so much confusion, Pat. So what about spouses who haven't contributed to Social Security? I mean, if one of the spouses never worked, are they not entitled to receive benefits? Yeah, this is a big one, Jen, because we have lots and lots of clients where for married couples where maybe both people worked there, you know, for many, many years. But we also have a lot of them where one person stayed home, you know, raised kids or maybe they worked in a way where it wasn't contributing to Social Security. Uh, And it's very important to know that uh, if you did not contribute to Social Security, if you're married, you can still get benefits. So if you've never been employed, uh, the Social Security Administration does allow you to receive benefits based on the work record of your working spouse. So uh, how that works is essentially you can receive benefits equal to up to 50% of the working spouse. So uh, it really just depends on when everything, uh, everyone's taking their benefits. But for example, let's say for simplicity, you and your spouse were born uh, around, you have the same age. Uh, your spouse reaches full retirement, let's say they're taking $2,000 a month, you could claim and receive $1,000 a month, essentially. Uh, hmm. So that's really important. That's very important to make sure you're uh, calculating that. And again, we talk about that social security analysis. Uh, We just need to know what your benefits are. And if one spouse is a zero, that's fine. We're still going to find a way with that software to figure out how can we kind of squeeze the most out of social security and and get the biggest benefit. And we've seen that happen, Jen. We've had people come in and what a relief for them where they really, you know, haven't researched this or weren't aware of that. And they think they're just going to have, you know, one social security or something. And when we go through the analysis, we find out there's going to be an entirely additional uh, income source, even if it isn't an enormous sum of money, if it's something you weren't planning on. How wonderful is that, that you can learn about that? So it's yet another reason why that type of analysis and this type of planning can be really beneficial. Well, Pat, what about spouses who divorce? Can they still receive benefits based on their ex-spouse's work history? You sure can. Uh, so if you're married for at least 10 years, then yes, uh, you can even apply for your spousal benefits before your divorced spouse does, as long as you've been divorced for at least two years. Although if you do remarry, you're no longer eligible to receive those benefits from your ex-spouse. Mm-hmm. So should you or your spouse get married and divorced multiple times, you'd be eligible for the highest benefit available from any number of the ex-spouses as long as each marriage lasted at least 10 years. And by the way, uh, one thing uh, I will say I've come across, Jen, is I had an ex-spouse that was actually looking to claim off of their ex-spouse's benefits with the intent of actually taking the benefits from them. So uh, just to clarify, it does not affect the other person's benefits. So it's completely separate. (laughs) I thought that was kind of uh, of an interesting twist on the entire situation. But uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, it's really, uh, there's all these variables you have social security benefits for you, you have benefits for your spouse, uh, you have benefits for widow's benefits um, if your uh, spouse passes away, and then you also have these potential benefits uh, from ex-spouses. So it, it obviously is very complex. There's a lot of different areas. Uh, and again, all of this has to do with just making the most of your social security, and that's part of figuring out how that fits into your income plan, which is just one part of your retirement plan. And what we want to do, our team at Preservation Specialists wants to help you figure out how to build that retirement plan and give you confidence. So be one of the first 10 qualified callers today to receive a no obligation purpose-driven retirement plan that can help you ensure your retirement strategy is in line with your current financial situation and retirement goals. This involves analyzing what your accounts look like now and what your goals are for the future. If you find your strategy needs updating, we'll work together to see what kind of strategy we can help create to put you on the path towards feeling confident in your retirement. So again, this is only for the first 10 who call in have at least $250,000 saved for retirement. So don't wait to give us a call at 803-454-9045. That's 803-454-9045. Make sure your retirement plan reflects your current financial situation by calling 803-454-9045. We're speaking today with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside in the studio today, and we've been talking about Social Security today. There's a lot of confusion about Social Security, so Pat is going through this and kind of clearing up some of these misconceptions. I just asked you a few moments ago, Pat, about spouses who divorce. Let's talk about widowed spouses and, and whether they're entitled to benefits. Can you clarify that for us? 
Yeah, Jen, um, I think we hit on this very briefly before, uh, uh, the surviving spouse, if one spouse passes away, the surviving spouse is entitled to either their, either continue their own benefits or to take their spouse's benefits, whichever is higher. And um, that's a big deal too. A lot of people don't realize that. And, you know, most people aren't really thinking about it because you're hoping, you know, you'll both have a uh, live a long, long life in retirement. It kind of goes back to, you know, we talk about uh, a retirement income plan actually has to do a lot of things. And, and there's four primary things. One is it needs to um, create steady and predictable income. Uh, the second thing is it needs to adjust and protect your lifestyle. for So it needs to protect from inflation. And then the third thing is it needs to obviously last your lifetime. And then the fourth one is this, uh, it needs to have a plan uh, if one, if you're married, if one of the people passes away, because that's going to be a change to your income, a change to your expenses. So that's all part of our plans, um, making sure that we know uh, if something happens to one of you that uh, the surviving spouse is still going to be fine. You know, Pat, we did a listener question earlier in the show, and let's go ahead and take another one of these right now. Retirewithpat.com is the website if you want to send in a question to Pat to have him answer it here during the show. This question comes from Kevin, and he'd like to know how much he can expect from Social Security in terms of replacing his monthly paychecks. Mm, yeah, that's a great question, Kevin. It's an important question because it's a big piece of your retirement income strategy. So uh, the amount of your social security check depends on a number of factors. Uh, the two biggest ones are going to be your age when you claim your social security and then your employment history, which has to do with how much income you had. So how much you were taxed on social security and then also how long. Uh, how many years uh, are factored in there. What's interesting is uh, on average, they find that you can expect Social Security to replace about 36% of your earnings that you're making before retirement. That leaves a pretty big gap because most people probably when they retire, they adjust their income to anywhere from leaving it where it is right now to maybe about 70 to 80%. Uh, so that's only contributing a chunk. So there's a gap there. And so uh, I think the main thing that I would want to convey to Kevin is that's where we really want to step back and instead of just foot drilling down into Social Security, let's take a big picture look at retirement income in general. And so when we're looking at retirement income, you really can simplify it and look at there's basically three things. Uh, we call it kind of the, the three-legged stool of retirement income planning. Uh, the first one is Social Security. So how do we make the most of that? How do we figure out the right timing for you and the right way to do it? And again, if you're married, there's a lot of ways those spousal benefits can work together. So we want to be very smart about that. The second leg would be pension benefits. So uh, pensions are kind of dying uh, these days, but some people still have them. So if you have any pension benefits, either from your current employer or previous employer, then we want to make sure we have a strategy and we have a plan to make the most out of those. The third one then is your nest egg. And, you know, we talk, Jen, uh, all the time about how a generation or two ago, that really wasn't a big deal. So many people just lived off of pension or social security. Well, now for people that are, you know, 50, 55, 60, you know, that nest egg is becoming a bigger, bigger piece of it, right? Because so, so few people have pensions right. and you're kind of forced to do your own saving and planning and 401k and things like that. So that's where someone like us that has has that retirement focus can say, okay, you've done a great job of accumulating and building this. Now it's time to start transitioning and say, how do we make sure you preserve it, still try and generate some growth, but more importantly, generate income off of that so you can live off of it in retirement. And that's a big mindset shift. And that's really one of the things a lot of our new clients love is kind of learning what are the pros and cons? What are the ways to do that? And that's one of the things that we love to do in those types of meetings. And so that's one big piece of what we call that purpose-driven retirement plan. We actually have five areas in that purpose-driven retirement plan. Uh, that is your estate planning, your healthcare plan, your tax plan. But the two big ones that we're kind of tying in right now would be your income plan and your investment plan. So how do you take that nest egg and invest it properly to last your lifetime and more and generate income that you can enjoy throughout your retirement uh, so that you can do the things you want to do in retirement and enjoy and determine what your ideal retirement looks like. So this whole plan uh, is completely customized and based on your unique circumstances. It's no cost, no obligation. It's limited to the first 10 callers on the show today. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803-454-9045 now to get your purpose-driven retirement plan from us at Preservation Specialists. That's 803-454-9045. Call now at 803-454-9045. 
We're talking today with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. We've been talking about Social Security on the show today. We'll head to another break. Coming up next, we are going to cover inflation and some of the other considerations to think about when building your retirement income strategy. Save your retirement. We'll be right back. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. You're listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. We are back. Thank you for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm your host, Jen Rizak. I'm with the Retirement News Network. You can find out a little bit more about him online by going to retirewithpat.com. And I also want to point out that is the way you can send in listener questions as well. So feel free to do that. Check it out, retirewithpat.com. And what we're talking about today is Social Security. Pat's been helping us do away with some of these Social Security myths, and he's providing us with some good information about how Social Security can really help you fill the gap in your retirement income. And Pat, a lot of us, we hear about inflation, we worry about inflation, we worry about the impact it's going to have on our retirement income. But when it comes to Social Security, I've heard that those benefits, I've heard them referred to as inflation-protected income. So can you talk about what that means? Yeah, let's uh, kind of start in just with the inflation piece, Jen. So we talk a lot on the show about how so many people are going to be affected dramatically by it. We expect by inflation over their retirement. When you think about, you know, if you're retiring in your earlier mid 60s and there's a possibility of living, you know, well in your 90s, that's 30 years. You, know, you think back 30 years ago was the mid 80s, and you know how have prices gone up since then? You know, obviously enormously. So so many things have doubled or more in price since then. So inflation is a really big deal for retirement. So uh, with Social Security, it's referred to as a COLA provision, and that's C-O-L-A, not a soft drink, obviously. So it's not a (laughs) Coca-Cola, but it stands for cost of living adjustment, C-O-L-A. So the Social Security Administration adjusts benefits annually in order to offset uh, the increased cost of living. Uh, And this is one of those things, you know, gets reported in the news each year. It's been very low uh, for the last handful of years. Generally, uh, I think this past year, uh, there have been years where it did not go up at all, uh, which obviously uh, retirees are not very happy about. I think this past year, it was actually, it did go up, but it was the smallest it's ever been. It was a fraction of a percent. And over the last five years, it's been uh, generally less than 2% a year. So there's a lot of uh, argument or disagreement about this because of the way the cost of living adjustment is calculated. And, uh, you know, this isn't a matter of fact, I wouldn't say, but I've read a lot of people who have researched this that believe that the calculation is done intentionally to make the inflation adjustment smaller uh, for the reason being that it's going to help keep the cost of Social Security down. So that's great for the federal government, bad for retirees, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Because if, uh, you know, if you have things like healthcare expenses that are going way up when you're retired and your Social Security is only increasing by, say, 1% a year, that's a huge problem. So this kind of comes back to the idea, Jen, what we talk about is, of course, Social Security is only going to be a portion of your retirement income. When we're doing a retirement income plan for a client, we're using some really nice software to help us make projections and kind of have a nice summary that's easy to understand for just about anybody to kind of get a grasp of what we're talking about. And the main goal is uh, let's determine what type of expenses you're going to have in retirement, how much income you'll need, and then let's figure out where that income is going to come from. Um, and we also have to you know, make estimates on what type of inflation there's going to be and how your Social Security is going to be affected by that. So all that's going to be factored in. Uh, and the whole goal of all of that is just to give you confidence. You know, instead of pulling the trigger in your tire and say, well, I hope it all works out, you've actually got a plan. So you can kind of, you know, when your head hits the pillow at night, you can be thankful to say, okay, I feel really good about this. And I feel like we're going to be just fine. And that's, that's ultimately why we do what we do. That's why we love retirement planning. Well, and Pat, let me ask you another question here about the COLA and inflation. The COLA, the cost of living adjustment, it's calculated to offset inflation. But sometimes we see the cost of living remain the same while Medicare premiums continue to go up. So with those factors in mind, could someone actually receive a decrease in their benefits? Yeah, you know, uh, it sounds crazy, uh, Jen, but it, it is possible. And in fact, we've seen it far more the last couple of years than we've ever seen it before with all of the changes in uh, healthcare law uh, that have happened the last few years. 
because when the Social Security Administration is calculating that cost of living adjustment, they're comparing average prices for, let's say, this month, uh, this year, and they're comparing it to this month last year. Uh, so sometimes that number uh, doesn't change or it decreases. So that means there might not be any cost of living adjustment at all. But of course, if healthcare is going up in cost, sometimes Medicare costs are going up uh, under current law. That is also factored in by your taxable income. So if you have done a great job of saving for retirement or you're still working, that can have a huge effect on those Medicare premiums. So we've had people that have actually uh, seen their net income from Social Security drop dramatically. And again, that's why it's really important to have a retirement income strategy, because if you are actually seeing less money coming in every year from Social Security, we obviously need to find somewhere to replace that. And of course, the bottom line to all this is someone who's planning for retirement or someone who is retiring today has a lot to consider, um, not just all these different Social Security rules and concerns about the future of Social Security, but you know, longer lives, higher medical expenses, inflation, uh, stock market risk and volatility, low interest rates. I mean, it goes on and on. Uh, and that's why we believe you just need a strategy. You need a roadmap and a plan to help you overcome those obstacles and not only get you to retirement, but to get you to where you know you can have a successful retirement and really enjoy it and do what you want to do. So we think all retirees deserve to feel confident in that retirement income, which is why we have our offer for a purpose-driven retirement plan for our first 10 callers who have saved at least $250,000 for retirement. We want you to come in and meet our team of retirement planners who design retirement strategies for a living. When you come into our office, we'll discuss what your retirement goals are, what you have accomplished thus far, and how we can work together to create a strategy to help make sure you can get where you wanna go. So this is completely customized based on your unique circumstances, but it's limited to the first 10 callers. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803 803- 454-9045 now to get your purpose-driven retirement plan. That's 803-454-9045. Call now, 803-454-9045. We're talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. What we're doing today is going through social security myths and misconceptions, and Pat is getting to the bottom of some of these things for us. And one question I have about Social Security, Pat, as we get close to the end of the hour here, there are retirees who still enjoy working in some form or fashion after they've retired and they've left their official career, but they want to stay active. They want to keep a little extra income in their pockets. Sometimes people assume this isn't going to affect their Social Security benefits. So I wonder if you could clarify whether that's really the case. Yeah, Jen, we, we run into this all the time because, uh, we, you know, we have clients that come in to see us that are, you know, fully retired and maybe in their mid-60s or 70s or beyond. Uh, but a lot of people come to us who are in their mid-50s to mid-60s and they're kind of really trying to get these decisions put together. And one of them often is maybe an idea of semi-retirement. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it's, you know, hey, I'm burnt out from the rat race and I want to leave the current job I have, but I still want to do something. Uh, and that hap- that comes up a lot. So the, the question is, how can you do that? Can you still take Social Security? How does that affect that plan? So the answer is it's primarily dependent on your age. So uh, if you remember, you know, the earliest you can take Social Security is 62. If you take Social Security before your full retirement age, so that's 62 up until, depending on your age, probably 66 or 67, there is an annual limit. So in 2016, that was only $15,720. Uh, I believe it's going up a little bit in 2017. If you take Social Security and you earn taxable income, earned income, so this does not count pension, doesn't count Mm -hmm. savings and investments and things like that, earned income of 15,720. If you make that much or less, then you're A-OK. So no problems at all. So if you want to retire and maybe just work one day a week at something here and there, uh, that might work out great. However, if you make above that $15,720, the penalties on your Social Security are pretty significant. So we usually will basically advise people that you want to try and figure out a way not to do that. Um, Now, when you reach your full retirement age, that limit jumps dramatically. The year you hit your full retirement age, that limit is 41880 So it almost triples. And then once you're past your full retirement age, then that reduction or that penalty is completely eliminated. So uh, it really depends on your personal situation what you want to do, what you want to accomplish. And that's one of the fun things that we enjoy talking about, you know, when we get to know 
our new clients, uh, especially those that are not retirement age yet, as they're kind of deciding, you know, and some people have given us a lot of thought. Some people haven't. Some people are just kind of saying, you know, hey, I should probably have a retirement plan. And then it's kind of interesting having that conversation of, you know, what do you think? Do you think you would go cold turkey of work and then stop working? And, <laughs> right. uh, or would you like to do something different, you know, in between? And, yeah. and the days of working for IBM for 40 years and then getting the gold watch and taking the pension, you know, that's not very common anymore. Right. So, right. Uh, so it really is uh, not only just the finance we talk about, but really also helping people figure out what retirement's really going to be for them. Yeah, certainly is a lot to think about here, Pat, a lot of different factors. And what I think is cool is just the fact that there's no wrong answers here when it comes to how you approach this. And I'm sure that's one of the interesting things for you and your team there with the people you work with is every client's going to be unique. Every strategy that they're going to need is going to be unique. And that has to make things interesting for you from where you sit on the other side of the desk, right? Yeah, it's kind of a fun balance of, you know, since we're working, everyone we work with is either retired or prepping for it, figuring that out, you know, relatively close to that time frame. 5, 10, maybe 15 years out. So we have the same experiences. We we have the expertise in that area. So that's good. Uh, so we don't have to be relearning things every day. But just like you said, everyone's case is a little different, whether it's what they've saved, what they're trying to accomplish, um, their age, right. all the different factors that come in. It really does bring more intrigue and excitement in, into it for us when we're doing our planning. Because as we always talk about, it's one thing to know general finance rules, but to really have something that's prepared and customized for you is obviously completely different. Right, right. And Pat, we are coming up on the end of the hour here. Appreciate you taking some time today, helping us separate the myths from the facts when it comes to Social Security. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to share with us today? Yeah, I really loved it, Jen. You know, I think Social Security is really a critical topic to talk about. And I think it's really important. We hope our listeners today got a lot of information out of it uh, because Social Security affects all of us. Uh, It's an integral piece of your retirement strategy. And but of course, as we discussed today, there's a lot to know about trying to find ways to optimize it for you. And even if you're successful at optimizing your Social Security benefits, most people are going to need more income to support their lifestyle. So that's where it really boils down to all the different areas of retirement planning and income planning. So uh, as we always say, there's five areas of planning in retirement and that income plan is your foundation. Uh, We want to make sure that is very clear and very thorough. So your income plan is going to be optimizing Social Security, making sure you're claiming that in the best way for you and your family. Uh, If you have pension benefits, uh, making sure we are taking those in the best way possible, whether that's on a monthly basis or if you have a lump sum option and analyzing that. And then your nest egg. Uh, How do we transition your nest egg if you are not retired yet from a a growth portfolio into uh, a plan to create income for you in retirement? Uh, And there's a lot of different things we can do there, especially because that's a big part of our focus. So that's uh, kind of the income plan, number one, the investment plan, making that transition. Number three is your tax plan. So not only what you make in your income, but we want to make sure you're keeping as much of that as possible. Your healthcare plan, uh, healthcare expenses can be dramatic in retirement. How do we keep those as low as possible? And then finally, your estate plan, just making sure you have all your affairs in order, making sure that if you are fortunate to leave something behind, uh, it goes to your family without any unnecessary fees uh, taxes or delays. And what where all that comes together is in that purpose-driven retirement plan. So that's why we offer that to the first 10 callers who have saved $250,000 or more for retirement. Uh, this is a time where you come in, meet with our team, and uh, see if we're a good fit for each other. Uh, Find out what you're trying to accomplish, what your goals are, what your dreams are, what you really want retirement to be, and then we're gonna see if you're on track to meet that. Uh, And if there's any way we can help you improve uh, that plan. So this is for the first 10 who call in who have at least $250,000 saved for retirement. So don't wait to give us a call at 803-454-9045. That's 803-454-9045. Four or five. Make sure your retirement plan reflects your current financial situation. And if you don't have a plan, um, there's no better time to get started. So call now at 803 454 9045. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. Securities offered through Kalos Capital Inc. and investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialists LLC is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Kalos Capital Inc. or Kalos Management Inc.